Hello and welcome. As much as I had the intention to <laughs> release or record, I should say, uh, these episodes more consistently and regularly, it's it doesn't seem to be happening so perhaps I will uh, continue with with that intention but perhaps without expectation which can often cause can cause stress or pressure and I didn't know I'll be recording this episode until a few seconds before <laughs> it wasn't an intention of recording today it was almost an acceptance of the recording would happen when when simply when I'll be able to record which I didn't believe would be today the energies are quite quite low for me um, both physical and, and mental and but here we are <laughs> recording is happening Perhaps the thought I had moments before plugging in the microphone and tapping the record button, the thought was to be to be kind to myself. kind in the way of being understanding or considerate compassionate could, could, could be a word to use there as well and those words came to me you know, to be kind to myself because I was I've, I was sat here in my chair and I was reading a book, not uh, A New Earth, this was a fiction book, so I wasn't reading it uh, behind your back, oh. <laughs> um, and I was struggling with the reading, there was a sense that my, my body or was picking up the words but the brain was slow to process them or perhaps it was you know could it be the other way around and there were thoughts of things that need to be done 
where I am, such as you know, cleaning, getting groceries, organizing food and meals, and it all it all felt a bit too much. There wasn't the energy to engage in any of that. So as I sat here wondering, wondering what I could do, there was a sense to be kind to myself, to think, okay, well, perhaps I can lie down. <laughs> I don't have to trudge on with things, feeling the way I am. Perhaps there's a way to be kinder to myself, to to be aware of what, perhaps what my mind and, and body needs in this moment. Sometimes there can be a disconnection to just checking in with mind and body and the gap between checking in with oneself and the expectations, we can use that word again, of what I should be doing, what one should be doing, what one needs to be doing. Sometimes they could be a vast gap between those two things, maybe for days or weeks, running on empty doing things or you know, dragging yourself through the day and of course there are many many scenarios different conditions life situations where there may not be the luxury to drop everything and lie down <laughs> as much as you may need it but but the question can always be asked How can I be kind to myself in this moment or today? Perhaps you can't lie down for a nap for an hour or so, but perhaps you can close your eyes for five minutes and completely relax the body, complete rest for five minutes. Perhaps. I, for one, quite often disregard the very subtle, small things that can be done. You know, if I can't take a two-hour nap, then it's, then it's, it means I can't rest and I can't, can't do this or that. But really, perhaps there's there's always something available that can be done. Maybe an important phone call can be rejected and you could send a message, I'll call you back in five minutes. <laughs> Quite often we, you know, we could bounce from one thing to the other throughout a day, almost something flinging us back and forth, and this person calling, that needs to be done. And, and again, I mentioned a huge gap, there isn't any, you know, perhaps a week goes by before you check in and think, oh, I need to see how my mind and body are doing, how, 
perhaps this comes up for me a lot more often because of just the challenges I have with functioning or getting through the day with very simple things such as showering or getting myself up, getting myself outside for fresh air or walk or if anything needs to be done, it's getting groceries, etc. And there's now a new sensitivity to an understanding the things that may have been effortless for me for, for much of my life now itself is a is a huge effort and now the subtleties are seen even more for example I was before I was reading the book I I thought making a cup of coffee would be would be good to give myself some energy and realizing the the cafetiere the french press needs to be washed so the effort it took to to rinse it with water and then apply some dishwasher some washing up liquid and i could sense the effort and in that effort i was just acknowledging you know, there's almost a voice almost giving me encouragement saying, you know, I know this is hard. This is very in your, in your uh, the effort it's taking, but you're doing it. But there was a, almost a compassionate acknowledgement of that. And as I sat down and I was struggling to read and still feeling quite tired and thinking about groceries that are needed to get out and, and it's a it was a nice uh, nice question to to ask you know how can I be kind to myself and perhaps we don't need to go into semantics or to meaning of myself is that me the identity, me true being, just just allow that compassion to guide you with that myself. It, it, it can mean everything, you know. We are of course the observing presence. We have and we have the form. The form of the mind, thoughts and feelings, form form of the body. It's all encompassed in everything. We don't with this understanding, we can uh, we don't need to take it apart each time. There's just an all-encompassing understanding. So seems as if I'm taking things moment to moment here with in the middle of reading a page I thought I think it's time to record <laughs> close the book and perhaps it's the coffee <laughs> that brought me here I'm not too sure it's on it is on a strong side so <laughs> maybe and after this recording who knows what what will happen if I will 
lie down, try and rest for a bit, or or action is taken with those things that at some point need to be done. And as always, we can, uh, you know, as as you're listening, you can ask this question to yourself. Even as you're listening here, is there a way to perhaps relax the body more? Can you put your feet up and you get yourself a cup of tea or or perhaps just relax, deepen the breathing? Again, it's a small, subtle things we can do. We can acknowledge the things that have been done today, even waking up, getting out of bed. For some of us is an accomplishment, it's, it takes a lot of strength to do, especially if you're, such as myself, you're dealing with things related to mental health, you have those challenges then nothing is, is too small to acknowledge no action so just for a few moments just allow the space allow this moment to be as it is in whatever moment just allow things to settle regardless of what needs to be done after listening doesn't exist in this moment, you are simply here, you're aware of my voice, you're aware of your surroundings, your breath, perhaps grounded in your, in your feet if you're standing, sitting or in your body if you're if you're lying down just a gentle awareness of this moment nothing complicated nothing to be done
So we have reached together chapter 8 of A New Earth and the chapter title is The Discovery of Inner Space According to an ancient Sufi story there lived a king in some Middle Eastern land who was continuously torn between happiness and despondency. The slightest thing would cause him great upset or provoke an intense reaction, and his happiness would quickly turn into disappointment and despair. A time came when the king finally got tired of himself and of life, and he began to seek a way out. He sent for a wise man who lived in his kingdom and who was reputed to be enlightened. When the wise man came, the king said to him, I want to be like you. Can you give me something that will bring balance serenity and wisdom into my life. I will pay any price you ask. The wise man said, I may be able to help you, but the price is so great that your entire kingdom would not be sufficient payment for it. Therefore, it will be a gift to you if you will honour it. The king gave his assurances and the wise man left. A few weeks later he returned and handed the king an ornate box carved in jade. The king opened the box and found a simple gold ring inside. Some letters were inscribed on the ring. The inscription read, This too will pass. What is the meaning of this? asked the king. The wise man said, Wear this ring always. Whatever happens, before you call it good or bad, touch this ring and read the inscription. That way you will always be at peace. This too will pass. What is it about these simple words that makes them so powerful? Looking at it superficially, superficially, it would seem while those words may provide some comfort in a bad situation, they would also they would also diminish the enjoyment of the good things in life. Don't be too happy because it won't last. This seems to be what they are saying when applied in a situation that is perceived as good. The full import of these words becomes clear when we consider them in the context 
of two other stories that we encountered earlier. The story of the Zen master whose only response was always, is that so, shows the good that comes through inner non-resistance to events, that is to say, being at one with what happens. The story of the man whose comment was invariably a laconic maybe illustrates the wisdom of non-judgment and the story of the ring points to the fact of impermanence which, when recognised, leads to non-attachment. Non-resistance, non-judgment and non-attachment are the three aspects of true freedom and enlightened living. Those words inscribed on the ring are not telling you that you should not enjoy the good in your life, nor are they merely meant to provide some comfort in times of suffering. They have a deeper purpose to make you aware of the fleetingness of every situation which is due to the transience of all forms, good or bad. When you become aware of the transience of all forms, your attachment to them lessens and you disidentify from them to some extent. Being detached does not mean that you cannot enjoy the good the world has to offer. In fact, you enjoy it more. Once you see and accept the transience of all things and the inevitability of change, you can enjoy the pleasures of the world while they last without fear of loss or anxiety about the future. When you are detached, you gain a higher vantage point from which to view the events in your life instead of being trapped inside them. You become like an astronaut who sees the planet Earth surrounded by the vastness of space and realises a paradoxal truth. The earth is precious and at the same time insignificant. The recognition that this too will pass brings detachment and with detachment another dimension comes into your life, inner space. Through detachment as well as non-judgment and inner non-resistance, you gain access to that dimension. When you are no longer totally identified with forms, consciousness, who you are, becomes freed from its imprisonment in form. This freedom is the arising of inner space. It comes as a stillness, a subtle peace deep within you, 
even in the face of something seemingly bad. This too will pass. Suddenly there is space around the event. There is also space around the emotional highs and lows, even around pain. And above all, there is space between your thoughts. And from that space emanates a peace that is not of this world, because this world is form and the peace is space. This is the peace of God. Now you can enjoy and honour the things of this world without giving them an importance and significance they don't have. You can participate in the dance of creation and be active without attachment to outcome and without placing unreasonable demands upon the world. Fulfill me, make me happy, make me feel safe, tell me who I am. The world cannot give you those things, and when you no longer have such expectations, all self-created suffering comes to an end. All such suffering is due to an overvaluation of form and an unawareness of the dimension of inner space. When that dimension is present in your life, you can enjoy things, experiences and the pleasures of the senses without losing yourself in them, without inner attachment to them, that is to say, without becoming addicted to the world. The words, this too will pass, are pointers toward reality. In pointing to the impermanence of all forms, by implication they are also pointing to the eternal. Only the eternal in you can recognise the impermanent as impermanent. When the dimension of space is lost, or rather not known, the things of this world assume an absolute importance, a seriousness and heaviness that in truth they do not have. When the world is not viewed from the perspective of the formless, it becomes a threatening place and ultimately a place of despair. The Old Testament prophet must have felt this way, must have felt this when he wrote, All things are full of weariness, a man cannot utter it. So perhaps this is a good point to pause, although part of me would like to do more more reading. That uh, feels my energy has reached <laughs> reached that point.
but perhaps we can take what has been read today the discovery of inner space and leave you with the words that this too will pass and I will see you in the next episode take care